Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. If you're looking for a career that rewards your hard work, allows independence, and gives you the ability to help solve customer challenges, sales might be for you. While you may not have considered this career path based on lack of understanding or feeling like you aren't qualified, many of the experiences you've gained in the military actually set you up for success in this type of role. In today's episode, I'm joined by Bob Overbeek, Air Force veteran and Director of Business Development at Orion. Bob's held many positions in sales at Orion, and during the podcast, he discusses what makes military candidates a great fit for sales, the importance of crafting your elevator pitch, and he answers some of the common questions asked in a sales interview. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for a future podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Bob, thanks for joining me today. Sure thing, Megan. So a lot of times we see hesitancy among candidates who are looking for a job fresh out of the military. And I'm sure that a lot of our recruiters can attest that they get some pushback when they start talking about sales opportunities. Maybe you've seen this yourself or you felt the same way, but, you know, obviously we're not here to push anything on anybody. Everyone should should go down the career path that they feel called to. But I thought in this podcast, it'd be a great opportunity to talk about the reality of a sales position and why listeners might want to consider it. And you're a great person to have on the podcast because you've been very successful in your sales career. So I'm curious to see what led you to that point. So before we get started, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, I was born and raised in Michigan and baseball was a big part of my upbringing. Uh, I had the opportunity to compete in and win uh, two state championships and go on to play division one baseball. And that upbringing, that competitive drive to succeed, really helped propel me into the military. And after 9-11, when we were attacked, I commissioned as an officer in the Air Force, got selected for officer training school. And throughout my uh, military career, I served in the nuclear weapons program as a lead project officer and uh, also had an opportunity Uh, to serve in Afghanistan during Operation Enduring Freedom. And mission accomplishment and success in doing so and top performance is natural for military candidates. It's what we're driven to do. It's uh, who we are, and we're driven to achieve and get the mission done. And so it's natural for candidates coming out of the military, um, especially officers, to seek to desire leadership opportunities. But what makes sales really special is that sales encompasses all the leadership qualities and aspects of um, military officership and and so much more than that. So it was natural for me transitioning uh, out of the military to look at, to seek out uh, sales opportunities in a sales career. Well, I know that you had some um, other career aspirations, though, prior to um, coming to Orion and looking for a sales role. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My time in Afghanistan really was a a turning point in my career. Um, And as I sought to uh, continue to serve publicly outside the military, um, and see what that looks like. Looked like, I pursued an opportunity 
and put my name on the ballot to serve our country in Congress. Um, my hometown in Michigan sought to represent uh, the people there. And so that congressional run really helped me understand who I am, what I want to do. And it was natural, though I didn't win that congressional election, to have the opportunity and honor to represent you know, my hometown at the national level. I you know, pursued opportunities to continue to serve publicly in a, in a different way. And that's where Orion came into the picture. Um, you know, I was leveraging my network from Harvard. I, I went to Harvard, the Kennedy School of Government, and after military service, got a, a mid-career master's in public administration degree. And leveraging, you know, networks are really important for transitioning military candidates. And that's where Orion came in the picture. Um, I was introduced to Orion by a former boss in the military. And I contacted Orion, went to an Orion military hiring conference in Chicago and met the Orion team. And they presented me with outstanding opportunities some of which were leadership opportunities, some of which were sales opportunities with their clients. And here I am today, they presented me with an opportunity on their team, uh, on the Midwest team. And so drawing upon my experiences and thinking about my career and where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do, it was a natural fit. Orion has helped so many transitioning military candidates close to 100,000 candidates in their transitions out of the military or in their post-military careers. And that is an extension of public service. And while I didn't have the opportunity to serve publicly in Congress like I wanted to, this was an opportunity for me to join an outstanding team, a leader, the leader in the industry, when it comes to military talent and military placement and helping companies hire military candidates and it's private sector. I'm able to uh, be in the private sector of business to grow business, to help companies hire the best candidates there are out there and in doing so to make really good money. And that's the nature of sales, going out and getting opportunities, creating those opportunities, developing relationships in business, growing business, and ultimately bringing in revenue for a company. And in turn, you make really good money yourself. So it was natural from where I've been, what I went through, and in my transition to my post-military career, what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, you've seen a lot of career progression since you've been at Orion. So I know you joined the team as an account executive, but can you talk a little bit more about the different roles just briefly that you've held throughout your tenure here? Absolutely. I started out as a sales rep. I'm a Midwest boy, uh, born and raised here in the Midwest, and it was natural for me to join the Midwest team and to sell here in the Midwest and grow our business uh, right here at home. I was able to achieve Rookie of the Year and win that award my first year as a sales rep. 
And that really helped propel me to an opportunity to take on more responsibility in business uh, with clients that are looking to hire, broadly speaking, across their enterprises. And so I transitioned to a senior account executive role after achieving rookie of the year and continued to perform and was able to achieve multiple uh, President's Club awards as a uh, sales rep. And that really helped lay the foundation, my performance in a sales rep role for the opportunity and the, ultimately the selection to become partner and the promotion to regional sales manager. I had the honor and opportunity to lead our uh, Midwest regional team uh, for three years and was able to uh, continue to improve our team and grow our business uh, in that role. And ultimately, uh, now uh, I was promoted to our corporate team where I'm director of business development for the company. And I've been here at Orion for 10 years and really have seen our business continue to grow, our clients continue to grow. And for our company, who is now you know, over 30 years old to achieve milestones that 30 years ago, you know, before my time, I imagine uh, were, you know, thought of as maybe impossible, but that's ultimately uh, what business is all about, growing business, um, increasing revenue, and uh, in turn, uh, passing that on to the people that really uh, make that happen and continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like, you know, you mentioned several times that it was sort of a natural progression from you for you to go from your military career to, you know, your public service to being interested in sales. And it doesn't seem like it's always that way. It seems like, like I mentioned earlier in the show, that sometimes there's hesitancy among people who are um, transitioning out of the military, going into the private sector. And I think sales in general sometimes come, I don't know, comes across as like this sort of like dirty, sticky, slimy, I don't, not to be negative. I think that's sometimes the perception that people might have. And of course that's not true at all, but um, you know, when you're coming from the military and you don't really have that much experience with a sales role, you might think of, um, you know, some of the funny like stereotypes that people may have. And of course your job, you know, that you just described your career progression here and all the great perks that you've mentioned already about sales, I think is really what we want to try to get across. Like I said, we don't want to push anybody in any direction. It's really to be informational. So, you know, just out of curiosity, do you feel that a lot of candidates who are transitioning out of the military are looking for an ops position versus sales? And if so, what should they consider about a sales role that might, you know, lead them in that direction instead? Yeah, I think that's very natural. Um, you know, military candidates, non-commissioned officers, officers, we are leaders and we accomplish uh, the mission. And in doing so, we lead our people um, and support them in, in doing that. Uh, that's natural. And so when we transition, it's natural to initially look at operational leadership roles or you know project leadership roles because that is that's the easy fit or the most logical transition out of the military what makes sales uh, challenging uh, aside from the 
common perceptions or misconceptions that that um, you had mentioned that traditionally are out there in sales roles and, and what sets it apart military candidates is you know our core values as military candidates and one of them regardless of the branch of service is you know integrity or character or honor that speaks to who we are and we know and we operate with integrity and with honor so that's the foundation really quite frankly of any role but especially in sales doing what's right and doing what's right for your customers doing what's right for the business and our customers here at Orion are, are both our candidates as well as our clients. And when those two are taken care of, then we're successful in growing business and helping them grow their businesses and certainly helping candidates progress and grow in their careers. And so it's natural for initially candidates to look at operational leadership roles. But really, I think what sets sales apart are, are two factors. Sales has, number one, all of the leadership qualities are necessary for success in sales. So what we've done already in the military, we'll use those very qualities to be a successful salesperson. And then secondly, unlimited potential. A lot of operational leadership roles are capped, whether it be income or whether it be the efficiency uh, of what's produced, you only can produce so many widgets and gadgets and be very efficient and effective at doing so in a time frame. But the reality on, in sales is what you do, how you spend your time and the work that you put in and your efficiency in doing that um, has unlimited possibilities and especially uh, from an income standpoint. Um, if that is a motivating factor for an individual coming out of the military and who doesn't want to make as much money as possible, um, that's natural for us to use those leadership qualities, every single aspect of leadership and be successful in sales, which has truly unlimited potential based on what an individual puts in, they will get out. You know, I wonder, I was thinking this as you were talking, is that we all have a little bit of skepticism in us. And so I wonder if some of the um, arguments or that people have and potentially vocalize, maybe they don't even vocalize them. It's just their internal skepticism is when we start talking about things like unlimited potential flexibility. Maybe it seems a little bit too good to be true. And then, you know, furthermore, it's I wonder if the military is a very stable career where you sort of know where you're going, you know how much money you're going to make. If potentially sales seems more, maybe like it doesn't have that stability. So I wonder if maybe that's where some of the pushback comes from. Yeah, potentially uh, the military is very structured, but within that structure, there is autonomy. You know, military candidates, you know, and I'll just use the officer ranks as an example. We know that when you hit a certain time in service and a certain pay grade and and then you have the years that you've served in that pay grade you're eligible for promotion but really the promotion and the opportunity to get those desirable billets command um, a staff leadership position whatever those desirable billets are um, it really comes down to 
stratification and performance. Because the reality is, in a year group, there are X number of military officers, and those military officers are all ranked. They're ranked from the best one, number one, down to the worst one. And the ones that are the best and achieve will get those you know, most desirable billets and will have the opportunity for increased responsibility in a very structured system. Mm-hmm. Um, in sales, um, you can take those same principles of performance in the military in a very structured system and you can implement them. And, you know, it really comes down to performance, how one operates with the time that they have in the structure that they have. And sometimes there is not uh, a lot of structure and it can be, um, you know, a puzzle that you got to solve. But, you know, that's also where military candidates excel. Um, Some military candidates have served in combat like me and there is uncertainty and unpredictability um, in in situations and we face life and death situations. Um, thankfully, the stakes are not like that in sales. Um, and so it's natural because we've been in tougher situations, in unpredictable situations, it's natural for military candidates and leaders to perform exceptionally well in those situations in a sales environment, just like they did in the military. And so that should be a boat of confidence for candidates that are looking to transition into sales or that are pursuing a sales career out of the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So for someone who's listening to this and this sounds great to them, they like the flexibility and high earning potential and everything that you've mentioned so far, and they're interested, but they don't have relatable industry experience yet because you know they might just be transitioning out of the military. So what would you say are some of the soft skills that they possess that they could, you know, highlight and use to promote themselves and show that they would be a good fit for this type of position? Yeah, absolutely. It really comes down to drive and motivation and competition. So any any examples along those lines that can showcase how driven, how motivated, how competitive candidates are will go a long ways. Military candidates are hard workers and they're consistent, proven top performers. And so when you can set yourself apart in those areas and really bring out good examples that showcase those qualities, it really will help you succeed. Um, I mentioned leadership earlier, and that really is at the core of sales, uh, tip of the spear leadership, because you got to lead the charge. Uh, a lot of times, most of the times with your clients, sometimes clients don't really know what they truly need. And so you got to lead them and help them understand what they really need and show them why they need it um, for them to grow and be successful. And so tip of the spear leadership um, and you know, any examples of strategic influencing for action. So military officers, military candidates have influenced higher-ups, influenced certainly uh, the teams and the units that they've led to complete the mission. So that's natural when it comes to a sales role to give examples on influencing strategically uh, 
operationally, tactically for action so that you and your clients can achieve what's needed for the business. And then I think, you know, the last quality that really is important is kind of weave through all this is what I call staying power. There will be obstacles. There will be challenges. Some of them seemingly insurmountable, but candidates that have staying power to push through, to achieve, to overcome, when you have an example that you can speak to and a narrative that you can help a hiring manager understand that you have staying power to achieve and that you have achieved, that goes a long ways. Mm-hmm. So how would you say that a interview for a sales position how does it differ from what you typically see in terms of the format or the questions that are being asked? Um, does that typically differ, do you think, for sales than it does for other types of positions? I think it does, but it, like like any interview, it just comes down to the company, the individual sales manager interviewing. Um, in general, sales interviews tend to be more conversational, but they also are more definitive and decisive. So candidates must take a position. They must show that, um, you know, this is what they are going to do decisively, you know, and that's an aspect of leadership, decisive decision-making to achieve a result. They're often focused more on behaviors and motivation and less on technical acumen or aspects. And, you know, they're more personal, they're more personality related. And so that really is how, you know, sales interviews are typically different than, you know, other types of interviews. So what about some of the common questions? Because I'm sure regardless of industry and company, there probably are some frequently asked questions that people ask during sales interviews. So can you tell me maybe your top three questions and then, um, really like what candidates should say during those or what the company's looking for out of them? Yeah, great question, Megan. When when I was a regional sales manager, I hired sales reps for our Midwest office. And, you know, I would always ask in every interview, you know, managers will ask, you know, tell me about yourself. Um, so, you know, that actually is a common question, as crazy as that sounds. Tell me about yourself. And I always added, what's important to you? Because that really, that really helps me understand, do you really know who you are? And, and I want to see really what motivates you. Um, so that, that is a question. And, and my advice there would be, you know, be yourself, tell your story. Don't be someone you're not or someone you think you should be. Um, so be able to tell a manager about yourself and what's important to you. Um, I think a second one is, you know, it goes to accomplishment and results, which is at the heart of sales. You know, what accomplishments are you most proud of and why? And that's really your opportunity to shine, your chance to showcase your distinguishing performance as the best candidate for this role. Because ultimately, you know, if you're motivated and you're driven and you're an achiever, you will be the best and you're determined to do that. And so that's what sales managers look for. And then often there is a sales situation question. You know, managers will wanna, will give you a scenario and they'll wanna know how you're gonna handle or overcome or succeed or achieve in a certain situation focused on the result. 
it's what I call the figure it out factor. Can this candidate that's interviewing for this sales role figure it out to get the, not only get the job done, but to be the very best at doing so? So those are those are some common questions that you'll see in sales interviews. Yeah, that's great. So another thing that I know is very common for sales interviews, but really just something that we advise really all of our candidates to think about, but specifically for sales is an elevator pitch. And I'm sure everybody listening to this has probably heard it before, but maybe they don't know exactly what should be included to make it the most impactful, especially for a sales role. So can you tell me a little bit about how you would define an elevator pitch and what they should definitely make sure to include in it? Yeah, absolutely. An elevator pitch is simply put a succinct story that makes a personal connection and impact in your listener or your audience. And so you can think of it as, you know, yourself, then your action, the result that you want or will achieve and the connection, you know, simply, you know, who you are, what you do, what you've done and how you can help that individual or person or, or entity. Um, I like to think of it as the me, the we, and the now, and that's very powerful. Um, you know, so for example, if I was given my elevator pitch, you know, I'm Bob Overbeek. I'm a former Air Force officer. I'm a director of business development here at Orion Talent. That's the me, the we. You know, we have helped over 10,000 companies hire over 100,000 military candidates in the last 30 years. That's the we, the convening power of who I am and what I and we do. And then you move to the now and that together that we're going to move forward. Then I would say, you know, to a prospect, let's discuss military candidates for your, your current and your upcoming hiring need. And so that's bringing it together and making that connection. So you want it to be a succinct story that makes that personal connection and that impact. And I really like to think of it as the me, the we, and the now to really make a lasting impact um, and to continue to move you know, business and opportunity forward. I like that. And of course, that can be customized for people depending on what their situation is, their own story, what we means to them in their situation and the now. But I like that because it's easy to remember. And like you said, it's very impactful. So you know, to wrap this up, you've shared some really good information about why candidates should consider a career in sales, the benefits, um, lots of good things there, the characteristics that make them a good fit for sales roles. But do you have any other advice in terms of how to prepare for this type of career if you're interested? Are there any resources in terms of books, podcasts like the one that we're doing today or anything that was helpful for you or that you recommend to other candidates in this scenario? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think really, if you think about what sales managers and sales executives and what companies need out of their sales personnel, you know, they need competitive and aggressive individuals who are performance driven winners with positive attitudes. Um, they need organized hard workers who overcome obstacles for success. They need influencers for action and individuals who are focused on getting those results. And really, it's across the spectrum. And 
when you're transitioning, you really have to understand that in a sales role, it's from the beginning to the end. You got to be both a starter and a closer to use, you know, a baseball analogy that's near and dear to my heart. Um, and I think the most important, you got to be believable and likable. That's what I've learned, especially in, in over 10 years here at Orion, is that managers and executives, they will hire the candidate that they like the best, regardless of the technical background. You got to have that likability and that believability. Um, and so think about all of that in a sales role. And as you prepare to interview, um, really, I think the two most important questions you got to ask which really help you, which will help you to know yourself is why do you want to work for this company, whatever that company is as a sales rep? And why do you feel you're a good fit to be a sales rep and will be the most successful and best sales rep? So that really will help you organize and prepare for successful uh, interviewing in sales. And it's not just you know why you're considering sales, but that you really want sales. There's a big difference there. Um, and I would say, you know, in the in the second place, after knowing yourself and answering those questions, take ownership of your candidacy in the hiring process. Sales is about revenue and results. And if you want to make money, you must drive the result you want every step of the way. That's very important in a lot of managers, most successful sales managers and executives um, want to see that from those candidates, their, their candidates, and they want to see that you've taken ownership of the process and have good follow-up and drive the result that you want every step of the way, which is also the result that they need. They want to hire the best rep possible. And then I think that in the third place, you know, always be closing. You know, we've heard it so many times, but it's so true. Know the timeline drive the timeline that follow-up is key to closing the deal and your sales career so that would be my advice and um it's been great i hope this is helpful for our audience and for the candidates transitioning out of the military megan yeah i think it will be and you brought up a good point the behavior that you display during the interview process and the hiring process is what they're going to see is almost like a preview of what they can expect from you as an employee. So by taking ownership, driving results, you're going to show them that you're the right candidate for the job. Absolutely. Well, Bob, thank you so much. This has been super helpful. Like I said, you're a very valuable resource because obviously you've been in the shoes of a transitioning service member and now have had great success with sales. So I really appreciate your input. You're welcome. Hope it helps. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.